What's up, Law? Yo, what's up, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, this is my wonderful, wonderful wife, Laura Jean Sullivan. She's a wonderful actress, and she is our judge tonight. Ooh. She gets to do her own topic. For those of you who are listening for the first time, this is called Balls in the Court. This is a courtroom aspect on everything based on sports. Uh, me, Tommy, and Derek. Say hi, guys. I can't I hear. I can't hear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear. How can you guys not hear me? You are uh, loud as fuck. Holy cow. <laughs> I'm bleeding no. from the ears. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, Brendan, on, on the fucking whatever we're recording on, your sound is like... Okay, I'm sorry. I'll back away from the microphone. I'm sorry. How's that, guys? So um, much. You can you can still back away. You can just, <laughs> you can back all the way out where you're not even here anymore. I am so sorry about that, guys. But say hi to everybody. Me? No, Tommy and Derek. Oh. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. But yes, so this is Boss in the Court. Me, Tommy, and Derek are arguing of a topic that the special guest judge picks and today is Laura. So we will have an opening statement, a cross-examination, and a closing statement. So Laura, with that, what is our main topic today? Um oh today is uh cheerleading or cheerleaders or cheerleading in films. Or cheerleaders in films, whatever, whatever you like. I don't care. Um, yeah, I'm super stoked. I got to pick this one, and uh, we'll see what happens. So before we start, Laura, I gotta ask. And it's really weird calling you Laura. In all honesty, can I? Would you be offended if I started just calling you Babe, like I always do in real life? Um, you can call me. You can call me Boobs. 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 <laughs> okay, Boobs. Sup, Boobs. Um, why why cheerleading um well i mean every time okay in order to get married to you i like like lied about being into sports (laughs) (laughs) and and no i'm i'm into it i'm into it i'm into my rugby right right we all know that rugby all the way but here's the deal. I mostly am a, since I'm a dancer and a performer myself, you also have to acknowledge the cheerleaders. So I thought, how fun would it be to take a moment in your guys' podcast and acknowledge the cheerleaders of the, you know, it could have been, you know, I was thinking we could have done cheerleading team, like best cheerleading team in real life. But then I thought, how fun would it be? With Halloween coming up, this being a Halloween month, let's do cheerleaders in a movie. And sometimes the cheerleaders are the ones that die. So it's going to be interesting to hear what you guys picked <laughs> for your for your things. It, probably you guys probably didn't pick horror movie cheerleaders, but what the hey? 
It's going to be fun. I know you guys don't really involve yourselves in cheerleader movies. You guys are like manly men. So this is going to be very interesting. Manly or obese, you know. Can't really do cheerleading. (laughs) (laughs) Derek, you don't sound too happy about this topic. No, so I'm still... My, I'm so puzzled right now. You were you were asking Laura, like, I, I don't want to call you Laura. Can I call you something else? And the first thing that came to my head, I was like, oh, I know exactly what he's going to call her. And then you did. And I was like, wait, why not? Boo boo kitty fuck. Like, how the hell is that not? <laughs> like, well, seriously, come on. It's funny you should say that because we were just talking about what we should be for uh, Halloween. And we came to the decision after, like, what was it, an hour worth of conversation? Yeah, no, it was about an hour, and, like, I almost bought a costume on Amazon. And then we were like, fuck it, and we're going to be Jay and the Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so, like luckily, Kay. now, like, now, at least for Halloween, I won't have to listen to Brendan's voice. He has to be quiet all of Halloween, which is great because that's our one year anniversary. So that's like the best gift ever. I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Let me do all the talking. It'd be be great. It's going to be fabulous. (laughs) I can dig it. I can totally dig that. I'm putting Brendan in a wig and everything. It's going to be great. Film it and then I'll believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, um, Laura, so we're going to go ahead and go with uh, opening statements. So go ahead and determine who is going to go first. All right. Who took a shit the earliest today? So let's let's go through. <laughs> is this because you're sitting on the toilet? Yeah, it's because I'm currently in the bathroom right now. So people that are listening, um, me and Brendan live in a small-ass apartment in the city. And uh, oh, this is all we can afford. And, well... Um, we can't record anything without an echo, and the only thing that's quiet enough is the bathroom. So I'm sitting on the toilet as we speak. It's actually quite comfortable. My cat's with me. My cat's laying down on the floor. It's chill. It's quite chill. Um, so, yeah, it actually reminded me of that. I was like, you know what? I took a shit pretty late today. I, I think it was like a 4 p.m. shit. Um, so we're going to go with what time you took a shit and whoever was the earliest gets to go first. 7.30 a.m. Oh. One, wow. one o'clock p.m. Uh, TBD. <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. Oh, fuck. Gosh, Derek, I think you need to take some, like, laxatives or something. Yeah. All right, well, uh, Tommy, you're first. Someone get that fucking squeaker away from that dog. <laughs> Brendan, you're up. You're on doggy duty. Tommy, that's a pretty early shit. When you have a child, you'll understand. Yeah, that's a, he is a dad. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so Tommy, you're first, bro. All right. Well, I've only seen one movie with cheerleaders in it, and... What I love most about this movie, I got to say, is there's another Tommy in it. It's called uh, Man of the House with Tommy Lee Jones. I've enjoyed this movie because, you know, in my experience growing up, cheerleaders, you know, weren't the friendliest of people. So I was, you know, just saw the other previews or whatever and just thought, bitch, when I looked at cheerleaders. So 
in this movie, though, you get like a, a good perspective of them. You get to learn more about the cheerleaders. They don't do, I'll say, you know, a ton of cheerleading in the movie, but you get to learn each of their different personalities. And I've always just thought this to be a, a good cheerleading movie, especially when they get to do a few of their routines and take on the, the pastor fella crap. What was his name? Like Percy or something like that in the movie. But uh, that's, that's always the best scene. But man of the house is what I'm going with. Man of the house. Okay. Do you, have you actually seen that movie, Laura? Uh, I'm looking it up right now to make sure I have. It's actually a really good movie. Yeah, I was that's surprised. With, what's his name? That's with uh... Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. No, I know. But uh, the other guy, the other lead in it. Oh, uh-huh. no. Okay, I've seen this. It's just true. Okay. Yeah, I've totally seen this for show. It's. A, I was surprised that Tommy Texas, picked that one. A Texas Ranger, Yolen Sharp, Tommy Lee Jones, follows a strict code of behavior and has no patience for those who don't follow suit. When five cheerleaders witness a murder, Sharp is assigned to keep them from meeting the same fate. Ooh. This is like a good, this is a Halloween one-ish. It's suspenseful. Suspenseful. I love it. Okay. Okay, that was okay. That was decent. <laughs> Brendan, you're next. Go. All right. So for my pick, I picked the cheerleading movie of all time. I am picking Bring It On. Ooh. I absolutely love this movie. My dog is digging it. The fact that it is a great pick. So I'm excited for that. Uh, that's probably what you're hearing in the background. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love this movie. Uh, when I was a high schooler or just before high school, my sister would watch this movie over and over again so much in the fact that I got really sick of it and I thought it was just a complete chick pick. And now looking back, I actually appreciate it a lot more. And, uh, with a lot of themes in the movie, I actually respect it a lot more of what's going on with the world today. So I actually think that it has a lot of social and human issues that we can actually go to today. And I will talk about that later. And with that, I will also say it was one of my favorite movies because it was one of the first times that I got really excited because I thought I was going to see boobs for the first time in a movie and then got surprisingly denied. So that's why it's also one of my favorites. Hated, now a favorite. Okay. You sound like you're going for, like, uh, a pageant here. I know, right? I want to thank the little people. It it has a lot of, like, issues about life. I'm like, okay, move on. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm just telling you, man. (laughs) Derek, you're up. Your movie. Oh, man. So, same as Tommy. I've only seen one cheerleading movie, and, of course, it's the one that Brendan picked. So, and it's funny that you said that, Brendan, the whole boobs thing, because I definitely remember that first scene. I was like, oh my God, I'm about to see boobs. Right? And then, no. Definitely not. Porn yet? No, it wasn't. Porn Porn didn't exist right when that movie came out. Like, you weren't old enough, and the internet wasn't really truly invented yet. Oh, porn uh, existed. Porn dude, existed. I, porn I, existed. I, porn I de- existed. I definitely had a, yeah, Playboy. Come on now. Anyway. Um, it was called pay-per-view. <laughs> no, it was called Cinemax. <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyways. So I really haven't seen any cheerleading movies, and I really could not think of anything. I was, like, Googling best cheerleading movies, 
I almost wanted to watch today really quick the 50-foot cheerleader. What? <laughs> Wait I, a minute. I got to look this up. No, what? you you would actually appreciate this because it's a Corman feel, uh, film. Uh, Roger Corman, who's a Ooh. big horror director. So I thought it was kind of funny. I still kind of want to go back and watch it, honestly. But uh, Derek, we might have to do a streaming night and watch that with you and Allison. It looks so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. It came out in 2012. It's a comedy. It's an hour and a half long. Yeah. Uh, it's called Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader. Yep, sounds tough to pleasure. And, and experimental, <laughs> an experimental drug causes a uh, collagen to grow. Oh, no, I don't think it's a collagen. Oh, collagen. A collagen. <laughs> a colla- college student to grow to a monstrous height. I was thinking they were talking about collagen, like the collagen causes her to grow. <laughs> when, when, uh, when we're done with this, you need to watch the trailer. It is gold. It is oh, so I'm good. Down. Oh, I can't uh, wait. Anyways. Oh, it's on Tubi. Okay. Yeah, yeah go so ahead, Derek. I, so I was, if I had watched that, I probably would have fought for it. Um, so instead I was just like, the only thing I could think of is not a cheerleading movie per se, uh, but it has cheerleaders to an extent in it. And that is the longest yard. And there are are two versions of it. I'm going with the more recent Adam Sandler version. Uh, I know that one better. And pretty much the, the, the premise is, you know, they're all in jail and they're making a football team. And of course, football teams got to have cheerleaders and they're all dudes and we're okay with it. So longest yard cheerleaders. That's what I'm going for. I like it. Wait, who plays the cheerleader in the longest yard? I don't know who most of them are, but the head cheerleader is Tracy Morgan. So that's always good. The cheerleader is Tracy Morgan? Yeah. It's a male prison, so the cheerleaders are all males. Oh, Of a certain variety. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. Okay. To hide it near the end, but yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. I've seen this movie. I just don't remember them being male cheerleaders. It's a male prison. What kind of cheerleaders do you think they are? You oh, here they go. Disgusted. I see a picture. Oh my gosh, this is fabulous. If people want to go on, it's a uh, review the longest yard archive from TulsaWorld.com, and they literally have the cheerleading photos everywhere. Fucking Tracy Morgan is wearing a crop top and a skirt. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Okay, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. All right, that's a good pick. All right. This is going to be difficult. Um, let's do with who um, uh, worked today. Who like went to work today? For like first, really? Actually- <laughs> <laughs> it's Saturday. <laughs> so that leaves Brendan. Brendan went to work today. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Double bubble. Wait, does uh, helping your mom with tech support count? <laughs> I definitely put in an hour there. <laughs> I, I, uh, and I think Tommy months. has babysitting duty. So Tommy is like on babysitting yeah, duty. Yeah, Tom's a, Tommy's a dad. Like that's that's a that's a full time job right there. Yeah. All right, Tommy. I guess you get it. You're they 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 made their point. You're the dad. You get to go first. I, I barely even today. 
<laughs> Never mind. Back to Brandon. Right. Hey, seriously, who's going first? Because I worked at 7 a.m. this morning till about 3.30 p.m. All right. Who is the earliest up? Who woke, who woke up Again, the earliest? Again, Oh, no. I woke, oh, up at, I woke up at a quarter to six. I was up and moving at a quarter to six. Okay. If you go by your alarm, I woke up at 5.30 in the morning. Okay. Okay, that that beats me. I definitely didn't get out of bed till eleven o'clock this morning. Okay, guys. <laughs> so we'll do Brendan, then Tommy. Well, yeah, we'll do Brendan, then Derek, then Tommy. Okay. So, one of the main reasons I picked uh, Bring It On one is a fantastic film showing the competition aspect of cheerleading, and I, I'm not sure, but it actually had some pretty cool movements of cheerleading in it. Um, all the turns, the flips, the sow cows, the uh, <laughs> handsprings. Was there jazz fingers in there? I was about to say the jazz fingers. Like that's that's the thing that made this movie so epic is like if anybody's seen this movie, they automatically knew about jazz hands. Like you automatically knew jazz hands. I remember when that movie came out, going around the playground, and like everybody would just look at you and went, "Jazz hands." <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you couldn't get away from it, and it made it absolutely hysterical. Uh, the aspect of the the cheerleading, the competition, the fierceness of like you cannot steal from another cheerleaders group. From another cheerleading routine. Otherwise, you're about to get the bitch slap out of you. So I thought it was actually really cool. And at the end of the movie, the thing that I really liked about it was that you had these white preppy kids going against these African-American kids and stealing their routines, even though their routines were original. And then by the end of the movie, they showed respect for one another because they both tried their hardest. And that's what you want in this world is just to show respect from everybody. It also allowed me to realize that not every cheerleader is that preppy little bitch that gets mommy and daddy to buy her whatever she wanted because of that badass chick. I can't remember her name, but she was always... She always played that badass chick in every single movie and every TV show that she was in. You guys do? Do you guys remember the black hair chick that you're she came in? The, you're talking about the sister, like the girl that had the brother. Yes. Yeah, that chick. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the actress's name is Eliza. She played Missy in Bring It On, which is funny yes. because she played Sissy in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh. Thank you. I knew I knew it was that. But yeah, she she soon became one of my favorite actresses to watch because she always had this little sass to her. And I quickly realized that if I ever found a wife, I wanted that sassiness and that little bit of, excuse for me for a better term, but bitchiness. And I found one in Lara because she would put me... You never told me this, you motherfucker. But you will put me, if I act completely idiotic and stupid, you will be quick to put me in my place, and I need that in my life. Every day. I will be the Every first day. one to admit that. Every and so day. I needed that, and I realized that when I saw this movie. So it helped me grow into the person that I am today and realize who I needed today. It showed me also a light of the cheerleading aspect world that I would never have guessed 
on how cutthroat it can be, how that men can actually do it even though they're not gay. Like, would you would you ever do cheerleading after you see, after you saw this movie? Were you interested in doing cheerleading? I would just because I wanted to learn how to do all the flips, the turns, and everything else. I just wanted to be like acrobatic and like seeing the men be able to like withhold women up in the air and do all the flips and do all the twirls. I wanted to do that because I thought that was really cool. Uh oh, would you that, say that to touch other women? <laughs> <laughs> My okay. On that note. My father was a cheerleader in high school. And uh, he. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ask him. He did stunts. He lifted the girls. He would do. Oh, my gosh. When I was a little kid, we would have like bring your parent to dance like the recital. He would be the only guy up on stage with all the ladies. And he'd do like toe touches and like spins. All the moms loved my father. And you could tell he loved it. And my mom would just be sitting in the audience like, whatever. <laughs> I love this. This I already loved your dad. This makes it 10 times more lovable yeah, my dad was a total like bring it on dude i don't think he fingered anybody but he <laughs> i mean wow <laughs> he was only fingering my mom in high school i don't think he wow. fingered any cheerleaders <laughs> let's hope they don't listen to this oh they'll listen to it. i'll make sure of it <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's why i love this movie one jazz hands two it made me who i am today on what kind of woman I wanted in my life. And also three, it gave me a more sound respect for cheerleading because of all the treacherous hard work that they had to do to make sure they were in routine, they were in precise order and everything else and actually be able to create new routines instead of doing the same shit over and over and over again. Yeah, but didn't they uh, copy people's uh, routines? Yeah, they did. They did in the <laughs> beginning, but then they realized that they needed to create their own. And they came in second place after that. Yep. Um, yeah, but it took them a while. I mean, okay. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that note, babes. <laughs> yeah, um, babes. <laughs> all right, Derek. Is it Derek? Yeah, Derek next. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but but we'll get back to you, babe. Okay, well, we're going to move on. That was a good. That was a good job. Excellent job. Excellent. All right. Next, Derek. Brendan, seriously, turn down your volume. <laughs> uh, You're way too loud, man. <laughs> just stand back, babe. Like, go sit by the dog or something. Oh, we lost him. We no, lost he's gone. <laughs> Thank God. Brendan, we lost you entirely. We have nope, no sound. Nope. I just muted myself. All right, Derek, you're up. All right, team. Alright. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's funny, like when you Brandon, when you picked Bring It On, I was like, okay, hey, what can I what can I pick that could even like match up to Bring It On? And I was like, wait a minute. Again, not a cheerleading movie, but I was like, not another teen movie. There was that one scene in Not Another Teen Movie where the cheerleaders spoofed uh Bring It On when the <laughs> white cheerleaders talked to the black cheerleaders and were like, Oh yeah, we got some material. We're black. We're black. We're definitely not white. <laughs> yes. That's like the best thing ever. So that's like a little bit of bring it on right there. Anyways. But this is it. That's all I, that's all I would have for that. So. <laughs> Wait, what you're talking about your movie though. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to my movie. So, I mean, there's, it's, there's not much 
to go off of for longest yard cheerleaders, but for the little amount of screen time that they had, it was very impactful. And it's probably because the the situation of like this is a I wouldn't call it like a manly man movie, but this is definitely a movie with that's like you know brimming with masculinity and testosterone with football and all these jacked up dudes and guys that are on steroids and and then you know you all of a sudden you got these like i think it's like five or six of them just uh guys that come in with crop tops and booty shorts and are just like hey guys we got a new cheer for you you know and the best cheer which i think is only really the only cheer they have in this movie is like give me a d give me an i give me a c give me a K and you're like, okay, cool. (laughs) And then, uh, the outfits that they wear during the actual football game, uh, Laura, if you want to pull a picture up or something, uh, they are on point. I will say they are fabulous. They have these amazing red, just foofy, Again, crop tops. They really love their crop tops. And um, what would you call them? They're Are almost they like, red? Oh, no, they look blue. Were they blue? No, I thought they were red. Well, they got like uh, these like weird like leg warmer things too. And they, they got it going on. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, so, I think they're blue, but yeah. I think they're blue know, at the they prison. Are. Yeah, they're blue, they're at, the blue at the prison, but then they're red at the game. Yeah, I see it now. Okay. And they got yeah, and it, it's got like a bunch of weird little like tassels on the boob parts, and they were in like super mini skirts. But what's so funny is like the the actors that they hired for this, like if you really like pay attention, they're like super jacked. Like you can tell, like these are actual like uh, they're probably stunt guys or you know like uh, professional like. Ma- semi-professional athletes or something oh so. yeah they look jacked <laughs> oh my gosh these outfits are amazing that's what i'm saying this makes me want to watch the movie again fucking uh, tracy morgan man tracy morgan and it's funny like the very so i don't know laura if you know the name or not but uh ezekiel elliott he's a running back for the dallas cowboys i the first time I saw him on TV, like when he actually started playing, he came into the game, uh, like he was in practice or something. And he had his shirt was like a crop top. This dude's like all about crop tops. And the first thing I thought of was longest yard cheerleaders. Like I was like, Oh my God, he's one of those longest yard cheerleaders. So seeing things like that, like you can still pull uh, from the movie. And during the game, like they're kind of just, you know, they're just there shaking. Uh, I think one of the chants was like, we're me machine. We'll kick you or something, spit on you or something like something along those lines. And the, uh, the audience, the fans that are there, uh, they, they're like shaking their heads. Like, Oh my God. Like one of the moms like has to cover the kid's face because the kid's just like, what, you know? And uh, so like, like I'm saying, like this isn't a cheerleading movie by any means but when i think of cheerleaders in movies unfortunately this is the one that comes to my head first just because of how impactful and how hilarious and what a great job they did uh with it it's it, it's so good it just sticks with you yeah 
Okay. Once I you see like that, it. once you see a bunch of grown men in those kind of outfits, that's not going away. Uh, I know. You know what's funny is I never think about it. Why is it so funny to see grown straight men just as females versus grown straight women just as males? Why is it so funny to everybody? You know what I mean? Because it's out of the norm. And why do you have me do that every Friday night? (laughs) Why why isn't it just as funny for a female dress up as a male? Or is it? I think the guys, they overact when they do that. Like Like if a female were to overact it, it would be funny, you think? Yes. If 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 a female overacts as a male, oh, 100%. Like if she had like a strap on, like whipped the dick out, it <laughs> was like, oh, fuck yeah, eat this, you know what I mean? You Went full banana hammock. Banana hammock. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, um, oh, I like it. Okay, so, so far we got a cheerleading group with a really awesome costume. They wore feathers as boots. But feather boots, basically, in their costume. And they were males. And then we have this group of racist cheerleaders that uh, (laughs) (laughs) didn't want to have any African-American cheerleaders on their team and stole from the African-American team. Um, uh, But they also still kicked ass in the long run. Well, not only that, but found new respect. You got to add that part. They found new respect. They They were racist at the end of the movie. So that's what's important. (laughs) They were racist and then they weren't racist. Um, And then we got convicts, basically killers pretending to be cheerleaders, which could be, I don't know. Like, I don't know how this is going to end. This is interesting. All right. All right. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. All right. So we got Tommy. Go ahead, Tommy. Okay, so, man of the house, you got your five cheerleaders. Their names are Anne, Teresa, Eve, Heather, and Barb. What's great is, you know, you get to know these girls. You think cheerleaders, you think they're all the same. But they go through each of their personalities as Tommy Lee Jones or Lieutenant Sharp gets to know them and make his connection as he first has to restrain them from doing their normal daily lives and then makes his connection with each one of them. What's great is when he first moves in with them, they like make their deal of what parts of their bodies they can show versus what parts they can't. And they just want to, you know, cover their tits and their vads and that's about it. But he makes it so they have to cover their belly buttons and everything else. It just, their reactions are, are priceless in my opinion. The way he just busts their balls or whatever, you, their tits or you want to call it on that one. But Bust their tits. <laughs> but, um. What I really like about this movie is just you get to know each one. Like, Anne is the leader. She's the one who always stands up for all her uh, fellow cheerleaders as they uh, are in their tough spot. She leads the routine as they take on Percy in the church, and he, like, rips his pants or breaks the table or whatever he does. And then you got Teresa. She's the one obsessed with her boyfriend. She needs attention all the time. She ends up going out to the bar and... That's where Tommy Lee Jones like breaks the guy's nose with a pool stick who, who says he can do karate, which is a hilarious scene. Evie's the 4.0 student. She's the one stressing that she can't take her class because they all have to like take classes together now. Heather's the one with former issues that he helps her out with, like not knowing her dad and stuff like that. And then finally, Barb's the dumb one with like the need for a sugar daddy. So just the fact that you get to know all the cheerleaders and you get to still see them do their stunts and they in the movie just was made this a better cheerleading movie, in my opinion. 
I like how you know all the names too. Like, I feel like, and this is what I've noticed with like all your guys' podcasts is like you can really tell your personalities through how you research what you're gonna say or how you're gonna say it. And I will say, Tommy, every time you always bring it in with like the details. You know what I mean? Like you know the names, you know like their whole family's names. You know like, you know, like if they took a shit that day. Like, See, all the details, it comes into, like, your whole thing, you know? <laughs> okay, well, let me say this. Brendan doesn't know a damn name, and yet he talks about how this movie is what changed his life. <laughs> a huge impression on his decisions in life. And he doesn't even flip onto IMDb, where he can just look at these names so easily. And <laughs> I agree. I 100% that's actually really funny. Yeah, Dave, why do you, like, you're like, this made me realize what kind of woman I wanted in my life. You think you remember her fucking name. Yeah, I call bullshit to all Brendan, <laughs> Brendan, without pulling up IMDb, what was Kristen Dunst's character's name? No clue. <laughs> <laughs> the main character. <laughs> hey, in all honesty, I've I've probably seen like if you would have asked me about ten years ago, I would have I would have known the name. But I've seen so many other movies and pieced together a woman that I would actually fall in love with. Oh, come and on. Shut up. Shut up. That's the woman I fall in love with today. So fuck you guys. The, every lead character now, her name is Laura. So fuck you guys. Oh, That is cute. I know. I know. I do have a great name. Um, but that and being said. I always get to play Laura Croft in video games and say, yes, Laura. <laughs> Babe, let me just say that you that you being being nice to me today during this podcast is not winning you points. Oh, I know. I know. I can never win points. <laughs> All right. So here's my thing. Or my next little thing I'm going to have is going to be interesting. Since it's Halloween month, I would like to go through same order. It's going to be Brendan, Derek, Tommy. You're going to say how your team would be best suited to kill the other team and why <laughs> why is murder a factor here now <laughs> because no, you've got an movie. independent horror film actress going on so all she does is think about killing in for her next role I'm just say like who like who would be who would win in like okay if all these cheerleaders were put together all the teams you got all the cheerleaders from all the movies right and they're all put in a house which, actually, let's do this. Which cheerleading team would survive the movie? Like, wh- which cheer- which cheerleading team would be your final girl? The convicts. I got a way to beat the convicts. All right, let's go through. Brendan, you're first. Okay, so the only, the only, I would actually think that everybody that we've talked about today would pretty much die off except for two there will only be two lone survivors and between these two i have no idea who will win because both of these chicks would not give a fuck about cutting each other's throat and not have one ounce of respect to kill their own teammates so one is uh missy from my movie Mm-hmm. And two is uh, Tommy's badass chick. Tommy, what was her name? The one that had kind of daddy issues. No, it has to be your your group. It has to I be know. your group. I know, I know, but this is this is what it's going to come down to. It, and I just no, need Tommy. It can't come down. It can't come down. Well, in that case, I'm just going to say that the lone survivor, 
out of everybody in this. No, no, they could be your team. Your team could survive. I'm saying, I'm saying, like it wouldn't be a team. It would be a lone survivor. Oh, so my team. So you're already calling your team. You're already saying your team, besides one person, is gonna die. Which would make my team win? Which would make my team win? Okay, tell me, tell me why. Okay, so. The reason being is because my team can be as fierce as Tommy's team. The way to trick Derek's team, the convicts, is just all you have to do is get a strap on and tell them that you'll fuck them in the ass and then slit their throat from behind. Like, literally, that's all they talk about in the fucking movie is trying to get to third base, second base, and hit a home run with every freaking convent in the in the prison. So... All you have to do is tell them that you will give them a good time and they'll be dead. Oh, that's so sad. But it's true. <laughs> because the, even, even, um, what's his name? Even the head cheerleader, uh, Tracy Morgan says, Hey, you didn't say that last night when you were fucking me from behind. He literally says that in the movie or pretty damn close to it. So, literally, in my head, that means all the cheerleaders in prison, all they want to do is fuck. So if you get them into the bedroom, you can pretend that you're going to have a good time with them and then just thr- slit their throat. So they why, would be why, the first to die. Why would your team be the best to do that? What makes their personality the be- better? The, they're the best to do that is because they're crazy-ass white bitches, 100%. <laughs> like, think about it. Like, even the girl was going up to the black girl. Ro- black woman and the girl literally told her to bring it on and she goes it's already been brought and does the little snap at the end i love like, the voice impersonation i know right i thought you guys might enjoy that but she she has no qualms about going toe-to-toe with somebody and in that in a fight you can't beat that the fact of the matter is the two main leads in this movie we didn't really get to see the other characters fully develop. I don't think that they would necessarily survive in this scenario that uh, Lara has presented to us. But everybody, but my two main leads would definitely survive because they know how cutthroat this world could be, and they would do anything to survive. Especially since that the Missy is ready to kill everybody else on her own team. Because why? They're straight up bitches. So if Tommy's team tries to come at them, she has no problem pulling out the knife that she has in her boot to kill them. So that's why I think my team would win because they have no problem going toe-to-toe with anybody and cutting their throat. Tommy, except for one girl, they're scared to death. They run away from murder. They can't handle blood. My girls have already showed that they can handle blood and go through the rigmarole rigmarole of training for a cheerleading tournament. Is that a word? Is that a word? Rigmarole? Yes, it is. What does that mean? That means going through the trials and tribulations of a hard uh, workout or exercise. I thought that was rigmortis. I'm confused. No, rigmarole. What? I swear to God, it's a real word. Fucking, this is ridiculous. But yes, that's why mine would survive is because they are more cutthroat than anybody else here. Even the convicts, because all the convicts think about is sex. Mm-hmm. And if you can get a guy to think about sex, he's not thinking about anything else, and he lives himself very, very vulnerable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right, I like it. It's chill. You know, I, I somewhat agree with you there. Because here's the thing. And bring it on. I also think, and this is something you haven't brought up. At the end of the movie, the two teams, the team from East Compton and the team from East Los High, whatever they're from, the white people, um, they, like, come together and they're, like, badass together. And what exactly. I think is, like, I feel like in this situation when all these cheerleaders are in the house, I feel like, worst case scenario, if these bitches from Bring It On get, like, in trouble, the girls from East Compton are going to, like, show up and kick some ass. See, I couldn't like, do that, though. And they're, like, going to back them up. You know what I mean? But and that's, I can't like, do that's that. the thing, because, like, they're friends now. You know, they're not racist anymore. They'll I, let I them in the house. Because the movie itself focuses on the white girls for some reason. More no, so it doesn't. On, you can't. Okay, East, East, Com- yeah. East Compton is my favorite fucking team. It is. It's a great team. They if if I was picking the East Compton team, I would definitely say that they would win. But the movie focuses more so. But that's on, on you. That's your choice. You could have. You don't chicks. have to do what the cheerleaders were, were focused on. You could have done East Compton. I could have, but I was going with the movie. That's stuff you you lost out. You lost out. You need the East Compton team in your argument to win. The the girls may may have be they may be tough, but. We'll see what happens. Let's hear what Derek has to say. Yeah, me. Hi. Uh, real quick, Brendan. I was actually amazed that you threw that word in there and actually got the definition correct. Do you want to know what the second definition of it is, though? Go for it, man. Confused or meaningless talk, which is pretty <laughs> much all you ever do. <laughs> so spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally been sitting here for like three minutes now. I'm just like, all right, Laura, get to me, get to me. I got this. Let's go. Let's come on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You know, Derek, so that's how I feel about him. Like once, at least once a day, <laughs> he starts chatting about something. And I'm just like, let's just go. Let's move on. Let's get to the subject. The other one is something that does not half or make sense. So yeah, it just, there's a theme there. Brendan, you gotta do your work. You gotta do your homework, Pratt. No, he's still, right. he's still he technically he still got the definition correct. So I'll give. Well, it to that's him. good. I'll we'll give, give him that. It's so, a point. So we're going back to this whole who survives in the house, cabin in the woods, blah blah blah, death battle, right. uh, which I love. This is great. Uh, trying to get into the Halloween spirit here. Um, obviously, my team comes out of this alive because they're convicts. Like they killed to get to prison or something along those lines. Like, obviously they don't go into detail of like who did what right? cheerleaders, but they were all prostitutes and you know, it. <laughs> <laughs> to get into this high security prison, you have to do something pretty intense. So no, yes. as even as even hey, the head they guy didn't, showed, they didn't, they didn't interrupt you. Don't interrupt them. Yeah, shut up, Trump. <laughs> Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 That's a little rude. Okay, let's let's just Joe Biden this, so, okay? Let's so, all calm down. Will you shut up, man? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, no, so yeah, they're convicts. Like, they kill, they have killed, they know how to kill. The thing is, like, Brandon was talking about that his team, they will do anything it takes and all that. Um Sure. I, I as a movie, sure. 
I, I maybe I'm taking this too far and I'm thinking about it realistically, like in a real life situation. If you put a room full of cheerleaders that are 18 years old into a room with convicts that are full grown men in their 30s, 40s, whatever, that have killed, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen. Like you could you could talk the talk all you want, say oh, if I had to like, you know, kill someone, I would kill someone when it actually gets to that point, And I'm not speaking from experience, thank God. But <laughs> when Don't it, lie. yeah, right. If you get to that point, like you could say I could kill someone and get to that point and it's, it's not going to happen. These guys though, they would be like, all I got to do is cut that bitch's throat and I, and I get to live. Okay. Done. You know? I, I don't know Tommy. Tommy, I don't know your movie at all to know like how the personalities of those cheerleaders, but I would probably think they're kind of in the same realm as Bring It On. Um, yeah, they are. They're like they're, I think they're like high college age. There's always one cheerleader that will always be like the more like, I guess, brave one, like uh, Missy or Sissy or whatever her name is and bring it on like she's obviously the badass chick that won't you know that won't get fucked with like that's she, because she wasn't a cheerleader before you know it makes sense uh, I'm assuming there's going to be one of those stereotypes in the other movie as well but I mean when it comes down to it, like I'm not trying to pull any cards here but like if you 18 year old girls and 40 year old convicts in a room that's not a good good combo there that's 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 real bad so uh when it comes to this when it comes to this question of who would survive i i think it's pretty easy to say that the guys that killed someone already are going to survive so are you saying are you saying that your team almost becomes the killer they are the killers you want to know what happens at the end of movies the killer dies (laughs) <laughs> but you know what also happens at the end of those movies the killer dies and then disappears off screen oh yeah then they come back to life later on exactly. in the sequel. how many halloweens have there been yeah exactly <laughs> exactly halloween freddy krueger jason don't come okay, at my, don't come at my boys I get it. Yeah, it's like the ex-convicts, they're going to come in, they're going to dress as cheerleaders, they're going to pretend to be cheerleaders with the cheerleaders, and then little do the cheerleaders know, the cheerleaders are the killers. And they Crazy. whip up their little pricks and stab them all. You want to know what? I, I like it. You know, I almost want to make a movie like this now. This is kind of interesting. This would be a badass movie. Right? If you if you actually like ex convicts dress up as really good tranny like cheerleaders and then like the cheerleaders are so dumb, like typical dumb, they don't know that they're like trannies, ex convicts that are cheerleaders, and then they're like, Woohoo, let's be friends and then they die. It's great. It's a great concept. <laughs> some people will go for it, some people will say, Oh my god, this is horrible, like we shouldn't be doing this in our generation. I get it. Um Okay, I like it. I like it. I feel like East Compton people are still going to come in and beat everyone's ass. See, see, that would be a good one. I could totally see some East Compton versus convicts. So that, that I can see. I like totally see it. They're going to win. It's going to be great. <laughs> Brendan, telling you, you should have gone with the East Compton girls. I wasn't even thinking about the East Compton girls at all. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. All right, Tommy, you're up. 
How would yours survive? <laughs> well, I-, I must say this is a very unfair question for my <laughs> Texas Longhorn cheerleaders because they witness a murder and they all scream and run for it. <laughs> the only time you see them do anything that like is violent is when Teresa smacks the one dude in the bar who like tries to feel her up. But uh, I- I'm really lost on what this has to do with sports anyway. But uh. <laughs> Cheerleading is a sport, Tommy. Don't deny it. It is a sport. Are you kidding me? Yes, cheerleaders murdering each other. Definitely a sport. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's gone. just mad. he's just mad that I went for the Halloween vibe today. This is just <laughs> bogus in my book. But um, for everyone listening that knows Tommy, you will know that he does not like any conversation if it does not pertain to sports <laughs> on, on a sports podcast yes i'll, I'll admit that <laughs> but yeah as i said a little unfair question for my movie is there's nothing that my girls show in their film that would <laughs> put them at the top of winning any kind of a murder battle okay all right so that means they're dead that's great so let's out of the three wait, wait tommy you have tommy lee jones on your team no, he's not, he's a, not cheerleader. a cheerleader. He doesn't count. He, he doesn't no, count. by definition, he is the father cheerleader hey, because he takes Brennan, out. Brennan, I'm trying to help Tommy. No, no, you're trumping this. I'm the mediator. I'm telling you it doesn't count. Just throw it back. Mm. It doesn't count. Brennan, right. you got to learn this is life for you now. What you say doesn't matter. <laughs> I knew that a long time ago. Um, so, okay. Well, no, it's okay. I'm going to give, I'm going to give Tommy a chance to redeem himself. We had to do this, got it out of the way. So we're all in a haunted house. We just know that the first people to die is Tommy's group. That's it. That's all. It's good. All of them are going to die. And then it's going to be a battle between Derek and Brendan. The only thing I'm giving props for is they're in Texas. They might have guns. So <laughs> what I am now, what I am surprised, what I am surprised, and I'm gonna. This is for Tommy to redeem himself, because I'm gonna help you guys out here. None of you guys stated the technical aspect of their fitness as far as cheerleaders and how that would go into play with being able to fight the other team to survive in this haunted house, right? So. Uh, um, we're going to go through again, same order, Brendan, Derek, Tommy, and you're going to describe their routines, their, um, their jumps, their flexibility, how strong is, are the, is their technique and their sport, and this is for Tommy, as a cheerleader, um, and will it beat out the other team if they uh, were to I go really... to a competition? Real quick. So the way that this works for me is that these women actually have a full on montage of one training with that special trainer and two making up their own dance routines and going through their own workouts in order to make them the best fit possible in order to take on the East Compton team. These women also remember every single step that the East Compton team did and also the the trainer and also their new ones. So they know exactly what it takes to be the fittest of the fit. There was three different routines that they had to memorize, at least in this film alone. Not only that, but their own personal workouts with the men, also holding up these 95-pound women. I get that's not a lot. But still, they still had to hold them up over their heads and then toss them in the air about three more feet extra. So they are the most strongest fit people in this whole in this whole argument. 
cool. Perfect. Derek, go. Uh, yeah, I will definitely say the cheerleaders are more uh, fit. They're actually training. They're actually exercising. My, the convicts in my movie, uh, definitely. Well, Tracy Morgan is the only one that's not fit. He loves to show his, his baby gut. Um, but as we, as I said earlier, if you look at the convict cheerleaders, they're all jacked and super fit. So you got 40 year old males that are killers in a prison that are jacked against 18 year old, 95 pound girls that may be physically fit. But as far as, unfortunately, as far as like gender goes with males have bigger body mass and everything, it's it's still convicts have the upper hand there. <laughs> Tommy, go. They've got great dance moves. You see them use their kick moves like crazy in the church. And then if they're ever threatened in any way, Tommy Lee Jones is right there to sack the opponent, just like he does with the Razorback mascot. Oh, with the water gun? Yep, with the water gun. All right, Laura, you've heard all of our arguments and everything else. Who is the winner of tonight's argument? It's Tom. All right, so Tommy already knows he's lost. So <laughs> he's been a bummer. He was a bummer ever since he announced his movie. He was like, I'm fucking over this. And then, um, so I would say between Derek and Brendan, it came down to who had the best routines. So I'm going to have to say, I'm sorry, Derek, even though I love a male team, I got to go with Bring It On. <laughs> I got to go with Brendan. Wow. <laughs> I actually thought Derek won that one again. I'm shocked. Sorry, Derek. I mean, I, I was making her laugh so much. I thought I had it, but yeah. I thought you did too, man. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone listening thought I was, I was going to pick you for sure. hundred percent. I'm probably going to watch that movie tonight now. It's a great movie. But Tracy Morgan think, kills it. When it comes to like overall, you have routines, you have strength, and you have badass. It's bring it on. You got to do it. Bring it on. All right. Well, with that, we cannot argue. I bet Derek wants to argue it, and so does Tommy. Um, but with that, we're going to call it a night. Um, Laura, since you are a special guest, is there anybody, including yourself, because I plug you here all the time, uh, anybody or anything you want to plug here in order to promote? Um, I guess it would have to be Moral Combat because they plug me all the fucking time <laughs> with Matt Sanchez and David Sanchez. Same yep. name? Same <laughs> name. <laughs> the Brothers. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And their podcast is bomb. They have a lot of fun. And don't forget to um, watch Dragon Humpers on Twitch TV. Um, every Sunday and Wednesday night at uh, 6 p.m. Oh, yeah, and you guys, your podcast. Yeah, let's plug that. The ball's on the court. Hell yeah. <laughs> Derek, anybody you want to plug in here? Uh, Moral Combat, of course. Uh, I haven't really... I've been so busy at work lately, I haven't been doing jack. So, uh... I'll plug myself. I'm going to be at the baseball playoffs for the rest of the month. So if you watch playoffs, know that I'm working on your viewing pleasures. So, Thank you. Yeah. I will be in Texas in a bubble quarantining with a bunch of other people. I can't leave my hotel room. I can only 
go from the hotel room to the stadium and back. I can't go anywhere else. So, and get, you know, a freaking uh, Q-tip up my nose every other day. So, well, if you uh, need anybody to talk to, me and Laurie are here to talk to you if you don't want to talk to your wife. I'm not going to you want to really I talk to your wife. That. I'm not going to answer. Though uh, I know you <laughs> really want to talk to your wife, but I'll I'm saying listen. if she's asleep. I'll listen. We love you so much. If she is asleep, you're more than welcome to call me or Laura. That's what I'm saying, dude. Tommy, final words before you go if you're not already gone. He might be gone already. Fuck He's gone. It's all right. Um, for me, I am going to plug Lara here, of course, like I always do. Uh, guys, if you haven't checked her out, check out some of her movies on Hulu and Amazon Prime, including Space. If you haven't checked it out yet uh, on YouTube, uh, I plugged him already too. Hunter Johnson dropped a movie starring Lara called uh, Serena Waits. It's creepy as fuck, and it's amazing. Um, also, I am going to plug here Utopia. Me and Laura actually mm. got into a huge, not a huge argument, but an argument about the world just by watching this show. It is amazing. Laura, yeah, we won't you... get into it now, but yeah, just watch Utopia. You'll understand. Yeah, it's it's a really great show. It leaves you with a lot of it questions. It's our divorce. <laughs> that's that's going wow. deep. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> people. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> but yes, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely check out that show. It is. I actually think that is better than The Boys because it actually makes you think. It's yeah, that like is true. Like the boys kind of stop making me think. I will say, but uh, yeah. And then with that, I am going. Oh, also, if you guys haven't followed him yet, check out La Familia. Uh, yeah, La Familia SF on Instagram. This is a buddy of mine. He creates amazing shirts. Laura, I remind me to show you. Okay, a, yeah, 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 yeah. A t-shirt is yeah, yeah. amazing. Cool. All right. I, I'm telling you, I need to All go to bed. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. We are going to call it a night. All right. With that, Tommy's taking care of his son. So I'll say goodnight for Tommy and everybody else. Say goodnight. Night. Night. <laughs> night, everybody. I win. Lawyer. Wait, so you're telling me Brenda didn't know how to use something on a computer? That doesn't seem right. Nope. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves, both of y'all. <laughs> Look, you have to understand, he married into a, a girl where his dad owned an audio video installation store his whole life. And I had to help him install home theaters my whole life growing up. So when it comes to surround sound, sound, computers, stuff like that, I actually know exactly what I'm doing. I can tell by the echo. Yeah, I was going to say, you might want to fix that echo then. I'm trying. <laughs> Not you, her. <laughs> no, that's Brendan because our apartment isn't like super big. Brendan, you got to put headphones on. They are on, but there's a microphone that I have to use. E-lawyer. Mm. <gasps> yes, that's much better. Why don't I just go sit in the kitchen, Brendan? I don't care. <laughs> well, I care. Bake me some cookies. <laughs> Fucking bitches. Brandon's like, make me a sandwich. <laughs>
She makes bomb ass sandwiches, so I wouldn't mind that. I did make bomb ass burrito today. Wait, are we talking? Are we talking sandwiches? Or are we talking how I met your mother sandwiches? Sandwiches, sandwiches, not how I met your mother sandwiches. <laughs> Boom! Lawyer. All right, I'm in the bathroom. How's that sound? Oh no! Can you guys hear her? Yeah. Through my microphone. Yeah, because I can't hear you in the bathroom, Brendan. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah! Bathroom for the win. Bathroom for the win! This is great! I'm gonna sit... Where should I... Oh, I, I need a clean towel to sit on. You obviously... You know what? I'll just sit on the toilet. Yeah, duh. Fabulous! Pants, pants down and everything. <laughs> Babe, you do realize I'm probably gonna put all this in the bloopers. Whatever! Just let me be me! <laughs> Just, just you don't have to say anything. You just chill. Oh, Salem. Hi, Sis. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm ready. Oh, fuck the bird. Okay, wait. Shit. <laughs> Let me get the bird out of here. Hold on. Hold on. Fuck the bird. Hold on. <laughs> How many animals are in that apartment? <laughs> Three. One bird, one cat, one dog. I didn't know about the bird. Nobody knows about the bird until they hear it. <laughs> you just made that up. Withdrawn lawyer. Huh. Hmm. Okay, I'm ready. The bird's out. The dog's. The bird might be eaten alive by the end of this episode, but we're chilling. All right, here we go. I'm ready. All right, what episode is this? This is episode 11. Uh, show works, mm -hmm. and then you're going to give us a topic. The What's topic. What? Permission to say lawyer. I'll allow a lawyer. All right, you ready? I'm. Yes, I'm more than ready. I, right. I'm on the toilet. <laughs> Lawyer. Uh, oh, that's a cute sweatshirt. What are you looking at? <laughs> it's called it's called Creepy Company on uh, Instagram. They have some cute Halloween gear. Just saying. All right. You're supposed to be judging. Focus. I'm, I'm focusing. I'm on the fucking toilet, bro. Okay, here we go. God, you're an asshole. Oh, it is decided. You are. It is decided. It is decided. You are no gentleman. And neither are you. 